Speed, accuracy, endurance, focus, and great communication skills are talents that get a race car driver to the checkered flag. These are also just a couple of talents that J. Von Bank with Quali Real Estate has to help you with all your real estate needs. When you work with Jay during your real estate journey, you can rest assured that he will give everything he has to achieve the end goal that you desire. His devotion to the community and family will have you glad you chose J. Von Bank with Quali Real Estate, where you'll bank on his expertise. Okay. Oh, don't mind the pyramid. <laughs> it's a little game. Hey, do you know, Chelsea, that, that I am partially responsible for the tap beer pyramid ban in the Runestone Community Center? Yes, it's coming back. Is it? Yes. Oh Blair's 40th birthday party. Oh, my God. We built a beer can pyramid from the dasher all the way to the top of the plexiglass. Home opener? Hundred and seventy some beers we drank in How two big and was a half. The base? Actually, that's oh, it's huge. That's engineering. So I don't know why there's so a picture somewhere. Yeah, picture Blair's got them. I know I drank at least forty of them. Me and Bruno, me and Bruno did the freaking lion share of the damage that, that night. Bit, that you guys passed that other clan. Yeah, we yeah. killed them. Stussy clan, you passed them up. Yeah. But, but at least your group wasn't making out in the men's room. Yeah. You, you heard that, right? Oh. No. Well, a little. So little the, Wango Tango. The Stussy group? Yeah. They brought, he brought, um, he had his Rogers and all three of his, because he got one of Mankato. Oh, all the boys. He brought them all. Thanks, Charles. Two of them were banging in the men's room. Oh, really? Yeah. There was a big line, and everybody's like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, a guy come walking yeah. out, everybody was giving yeah. a high five, and she come walking yeah. out after. The walk of shame. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gosh. Hold on. What do we got? What are we, episode 10? Is this 10? Yeah. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Haven't got killed yet. Haven't got booted. Haven't uh, haven't gained a corporate sponsor, though, either. Corporate sponsor? Yeah, corporate sponsor. Like, you know, the guy that buys the race car ferry? Yeah. We need that guy. We ain't got him yet. So what's this? Uh, yeah. I suppose we start this gong show, huh? Yes, we can. Episode number 10. We of made the it, dirt. We made it to double Dan. digits without getting booted. <laughs> <laughs> that's we, the, that's an accomplishment in itself alone. We got another uh, 90 episodes to get to the century mark before they boot us again, right? Is that the rule? They're not booting us. They're just going to start to love us. Then we're going to go PC on them. <laughs> then they'll probably boot us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah we got a ways to go. We got a we got a ways to go to catch our buddy Ryan Aho. Who's our um, who's the title sponsor of this thing? Again, well, man? You, you know, I I got to handle it because you can't. So, old Javon Bank Quality Real Estate slinging out the old support line to us clowns. Is so he we can slinging? Do this. Um, is he slinging Bud Lights at the? Uh... No, Jay Jay is the executive director of the grounds that night. I promoted him. He's overseeing the whole operation, so we don't have to. Hold on here a sec. Executive director. Yep. It's an awfully big title for him. Well, he's in and charge of 30 employees. Oh, boy. It's going to be good. Has he got backup? Has he got an assistant? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kim's, Kim's on it. Kim's going to Kim's gonna oversee the thing, and he's going to handle all the boots on the ground, and it's going to be great. He'll be selling real estate during the concert. Though, if he can multitask as well as he can with everything else, that probably will happen. That's good. <laughs> Oh, hey, you gotta you gotta have a captive market somewhere in forty five hundred people, right? That is true. That is true. <laughs> and we're sucking down our yep Coke Zeros, yeah, courtesy you, of Viking Coke. You got it too early today, Krause. She's not quite as cold as it was last week. Well, I had to take them out of the cooler because they forgot to bring us some. So um, he comped us a couple because they were all over there. Viking Coke was getting stocked well, up for revved up. Probably didn't have any coincidence that they were unloading about three hundred cases of pop in our shed today. They weren't busy or nothing. They only had five guys on the ground. I know they did. So yeah, heads up, uh, head hats off to the old boys of Viking Coke for taking care of us too. They're going to be uh, for those of you that don't drink beer. They're going to be keeping you hydrated this weekend when you're enjoying revved up country fest. So uh, big thanks to them too. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan, and the boys, and um, Brendan Payne, ex Blizzard player, works for Viking Coke now. Did you know that? Did I you just, see him over I there? I just found did out. You, just, you know, you knew who he yeah, was. Yeah, I didn't obviously. recognize him. Yeah. I, 
Yeah, it's been a while, but. So he moved back to town. Um, yeah. He's got a girlfriend here in town. So they moved back, and he got done with school. Now he's working for Viking Coke and um, possibly coaching with the Blizzard. Gross. I think I think, uh, I think think you and I need to have the same chat with him that we do with Ryan Satter. <laughs> What's that? About him coming back because he's got a girlfriend in town. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to have a little chat with him. Chat. <laughs> we were there once too, Dan. Yeah, we were. Yeah, or just yeah, we talk a good game now. But we're, what are we going to kick off to start this week? And well, we have about I'm there's about three topics. Obviously, revved up Napa night. I think we need to get into a little bit of the uh, national scene. Yeah, because the Hell Tour has been going on, which has been pretty good. Plus, and they're raising some hell on the Hell Tour. Yes, they are in the Husets. Husets uh, four day sprint car show in Husets, yep. South and uh, Brandon, South Dakota. Um, good crowd there last night too, by the way. Good crowd of cars and a good crowd of fans. There was. There it was, was top shelf. I mean, their field fillers are winners at just about any race you go to. I mean, it was it was really good. But before we get uh, too far into that, let's uh, let's recap last week and uh, get that off the docket because we got some people that uh, we got to recognize for winning races and. Sponsors for putting a free grandstand together and all that jazz. Yeah, absolutely. It was, uh, of course, it was our um, annual uh, Napa night, uh, Napa Central Minnesota free grandstand night. They do it every single year, and uh, so special thanks to Napa of Alexandria and obviously Central Minnesota because I know um, he owns a ton of stores, um, basically in Central Minnesota. If it's a Napa, I don't he- think there's enough fingers and. Fingers and toes on our hands and feet to count all the stores that he owns. He's got <laughs> yeah. quite a few. Right. So so obviously it was Napa night, and uh, we did we picked up a few more cars. The car counts, obviously, right now, and everybody knows it's it's really weird right now because I, I think we lost a couple B-mods, Midwest mods, sorry. Mods was about the same. Um, we gained some short trackers. Yep. Um, we lost a couple supers, but I think the street stocks, well, the street stocks were, eight, were better. They were plus six, two from the week before. So it was kind of weird. I know there was a couple mods uh, not there. I know that they're going to be coming. I know Jason um, Tennis commented on that last week about some mods. Um, and I know there was a couple supers, too, um, that had taken either the weekend off. I know the Scott boys are going to be coming back up, and uh, Jim Kritzer's getting his car back together. So there was another three or four there, and all of a sudden you add that, and you're over the about the 65 mark, um, and you're sitting 12 to 15 in every class. If you get uh, with the landscape of everything this year, um, anytime, unless you're in an area like where like Cedar Lake, Ogilvy, Grand Forks, where there's just a real high concentration of race cars locally, unless you're in one of those areas, um, if you see more than 55 to 60 cars that are at your local weekly show, you better be pretty damn happy because we've seen some of the numbers and I'm not talking about seven classes with 55 or like five, like we're running. If you're getting 10, 11, a class average, that's, um, that's pretty darn good right now. Trying times out there. Yeah, it definitely is. And, um, like I said, it was, uh, you know, pretty decent turnout considering what went down. So we did end up with 12 Midwest mods. Um, as far as results go for the feature, um, God dang it. Pulled up the wrong one, Dan. There you go, Carlos. Here we go. Here we go. Top five Midwest Modifieds uh, from Napa night last Saturday night. The um, Johnson Jetline Executive Sanitation Midwest Modifieds. Um, Sean Olson, Alexander in the 32, got fifth. Uh, Ron Sauer uh, from Dalton, Minnesota, got um, in one of the 42 cars, right? Ended up fourth. Yeah, which uh, one did, did he boot Travis out of this I week? don't know, because Travis DNF'd. Um, he was involved in something early. I can't yep. remember what went down there. Taylor Bitson, great run. Um, getting third, probably got to be one of his better finishes, don't it? Two Bitson boys are pretty good. And I know they, better all the time. I know, see, there was just, well, they did get their cars back together. One of them rolled Friday in I-94. Oh. One was positive. I saw some pictures and looked like something happened up there. So something went down. Josh Buzz Music, Brandon in the 23, the yellow 23, come home second. And Brendan Blasick, pretty sure that's his first win of the year at Viking, correct? Uh, yeah. I mean, he may have won somewhere else. He but, got one in Fergus. But I know the 9B from Hoffman, Brendan Blasick got the win. And uh, I didn't, um, I saw a little bit of it. I, I know there was, must have been, I know Avery blew a tire, Anderson, because I ran up and I was helping him and we tore the side out and got a quick tire change back out there and got him going. 
Um, then I was just kind of watching a little bit. It looked like kind of the old Blossick, the old 9B machine had him covered. Yeah, he's pretty good. But he's always pretty good. They're, when they, they're still not there. Last year we saw what happens when they're there. They're dominant. But uh, they won that, the car. That's surprising me. Not because it's fast, but because he's consistent. His old buzzy. Right. That car, he's always, he's always had a fast car. But he always seemed like he lacked consistency a little bit. Well, that that lack in consistency that's that's past tense because that thing is up there in the front every week, and uh, he's about two turns on two screws away from being a elite car. I mean, they they really got it rolling. Yeah, they're doing. You know, um, Taylor Bitson plus four, Ron Sauer plus four. So some guys are moving up in the field. Uh, Blasek started third. Good to see Randy Loggy back again. I uh, talked to him a little bit. Just really good guy. Um, you got a chance. What happened to him the other week? Did he, did he cook it? Did he cook the motor? Or oh, was, he or told what? me. I can't remember. Oh. I'm too old. I don't remember anything these yeah, days. Well. He told me. I was I was, I was was texting him a little bit. I got to know Randy. Krauss, well. can you imagine when the day comes where uh, they throw both our asses in memory care units <laughs> if we're in the same place? <laughs> our poor wives. <laughs> Uh, no, they'll be out going out for lunch every day while we sit there and talk about stuff that happened 70 years ago that yeah. we can't remember. And the, and the other thing I did notice, you know, Tanner Bitson, John Carlson, Connor Bussey, Tim Pedersen, and obviously Avery Anderson got back out there after that flat tire. Those guys are getting faster, and they're starting to tag the back of that field, and they're batting a little bit too. So, And they're all young guys for, for the most part. Um, haven't raced a whole lot, kind of, you know, couple third fourth years maybe they're into their second year obviously Avery's in his second year but so it's going to be fun to watch um those young guys all of a sudden start mixing it up with uh you know the veterans up front you remember the crash fest we had the first week in that class it, which it, class in the B mods yes it was, it was horrible I mean it was bad you you can't bitch about them since no they've no. done very very no. well and they're putting on a good show, and there's more more cars are getting faster and more competitive. Um, it's always kind of been just the thing that you know the street stock feature race is probably going to be the best race of the night. I'll tell you what, these B mod races have been excellent. Yes, they have. And um, it's not that the street stock classes races are any worse because they're not. They've been great. But now we got another class that's got a lot more equal competitive guys putting on another good show. And the super stock races are always good. Modified races, would we like more cars? Yeah, but you know what? We got we got nine. We got nine damn fast right, ones. Right. Then the short trackers, there's always three good races in every race. I mean, we we kind of got it covered right now, and we're fortunate. Yep. Absolutely. A lot of places can't say that. Nope. Absolutely. And speaking of the street stocks, um, we did have what did I say? We had fourteen of them. Yeah, 14 of them, which is a good count. I know um, the tour was still going on, too, wasn't it, last uh, weekend? I believe, yep. Can't remember where they're at. I lose track of They were up thing. north. They were Forks and uh, Greenbush. They went Forks Friday. Greenbush Saturday. Greenbush, that was it? Yeah, I don't think they it. ran Sunday, did no. they? Um, so, uh, yeah, so which is a good count. I know there was a couple still not here, too. So, uh, which that, and that class is going to, you know, it was good to see Witowski come over. Scott came over from Aberdeen. Um, got his sixth place finish. Jason Timish, um, Mr. Consistent so far this year, if you ask me, come he's home with fast, the fifth. Con- he's fast consistent. Absolutely. He's really getting pretty good. Roger Burkness, Eagle Brent in the 28th, fourth. J.J. Newberta, uh, right here from Alexandria in the 14th, got third, up three spots, so he moved up. Um, Kyle Dykoff rolled into town and um, started eighth and ended up getting second. Um, then the old track champs back at her again, Ryan Satter in the old 67 from Dent, uh, picking up another feature win. That's a, that's a big ad have Satter or not to have a dyke off show up here on a weekly show. That's a fast car. Now did they, I didn't watch much of it. Um, did they come down to basically the last couple laps? I don't remember, but it was a, it was a good race. I, I just don't remember, remember. I remember Shane going nuts up in the tower and some. I don't know if they were side by side. Yeah, I, I didn't rewatch much this week either. I watched. I rewatched it Sunday, but honestly, with this whole concert thing going on, I can't remember what day it is, much less who won what race. Sorry for the shitty content this week, but we're a little bit preoccupied. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, and I was preoccupied. I didn't have. Um, 
I lost my power steering in the heat, never got it back. So I was we were trying to get that fixed and had some issues going on and then we put a different motor in the other twenty nine car and I'm trying to get that tuned. So we were I was kinda Did you drag out old Betsy one more time? Who's Betsy who? That old motor. Oh no, 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 no. That one's in my car. This I don't know where we got this one. My dad and John threw something together. No idea where oh, it threw came it from. together. They th- basically threw it together. And a- and after it got done throwing it together, my dad goes, "My street car Monte Carlo's got more power than this thing." So they already took that baby out and they're building another one. So I don't know. What, <laughs> I I haven't even been out there this week. I don't even know what's going on. So I know he took all my power steering apart. Who knows what's going on with that? So, but yeah. So I like I said, I I know I watched a little bit, and I always want to watch the streeters. Um, a lot more now since I raced them and I got to know a lot of those guys. Um, I always watch the street stock class cause they always, they always put on a good show and with the, the way they usually the track is and, the, and their, their rule package, they're usually a big, uh, there's usually a big herd of them out there racing. Right. Um, big thing that the biggest takeaway that I took from last week's races, and this is maybe a little out of order cause we still got more recap to do. It's hot and windy. Can't believe how well the track held up. It did. It was, I was out there early in the morning. Dan, Dan got out there and started watering at 5 a.m. And it was, I got out there, I don't know, 8.39 and it was already getting dry. And I'm like, I'm like, what are you going to do, man? How, how are you going to beat this heat? He's like, oh, he's like, don't worry about it. He goes, I was out here dumping water at 5 a.m. He goes, I almost had it too wet for a while. And I'm like, mm, okay. And sure as hell, lo and behold, he was right. I mean, it was it was good. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so Ryan Satter with another uh, all-star title on abstract street stock win. What is that, four now? Don't know. I lose count. I lose. I don't even start counting with Mr. Satter. No. See, he moved up on the all- – He's not the all-time leader. Who's the all-time leader? Is it still Mark Blom? Or who's the all-time street stock winner? Leader? I don't know. Dude, oh. that's, there's been so many good ones. I'll have to ask Mr. Krogh where the... Uh, well, Vogel's got a pile here, too, before this at. before this tour thing started. When he raced here and won all the time. Um, I'll have to, Nitro Jimmy's got a pile of them, too. I'll have to text Mr. Ole... Uh, I'll text Ron Krogh and see. He sent me the Superstock one from last year, so I knew that, but I don't know. I like to know the mods and the. Who is the all-time leading Superstock winner? Close. That would be me, Dan. I'm not going to rub it in, but it is me. You did. Um, you 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 do you do hold the crown? Correct. I'm at about sixty-five. I was curious because Ron Host and John Steppen both won a lot. They did for a short period um, of time. I'm pretty sure Host is second. I'm not, I'm not 100, and this, Ron sent me this, and, uh... What's Dan's, he's in about fourth, and he only raced him for, what, three or four years? He's fifth. Is he fifth? So I, so I got a boat, and this was beginning of, well, this was the end of 21. So it might have gone up, and he didn't have it. He said he had it since he started back in about 98, so he missed a couple. So I was at 65, Ron Host was 43. Steppen was 35. Timmy Johnson was 33. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Timmy, too. He and then Dan Zeezan's at 30. So that was kind of the... And Trevor's got to be climbing the ranks in a hurry. And, well, he was only... he You may remember up until last year, he he wasn't even in the hit the double digits yet. Right. So, but he's climbing now. Obviously, he had six last year. Starting at uh, four this got year, I think. Th- three this year, I think. And then, so, yeah, he's obviously climbing the, climbing the ranks, too, so... Um, but yeah, that's and I, it's something I want to. I'll ask Ron. I'll get Ron Krogh and see if we can't get the break. I'd like to know where the mods are at too. Um, I'm sure it's obviously Dan Zizan, but I'd like to see where Dan Zizan's got. Like to see where pile. everybody else is at in that. Gotcha. Getting into our late country meets, short trackers. It's good to see 13 of them, um, and I think they're going to keep. Uh, I think they're going to keep piling in once we get rolling here. And I know there's some local guys and. Um, I know the travel costs have been killing that class because yep. they don't have a whole lot of money into those cars anyway. Um, and you really don't want to be driving 20, 30 miles to get to a racetrack with no. those things. And I completely get it. And so, try find try try to buy an old car that you can turn into one of these things at a reasonable price right now. It's not easy to do. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure the entry level, I'm sure the entry cost of these cars to race is probably up by 1500 bucks over what it was two years ago just For because sure. the cars are worth so much more money. For sure. For sure. 
So coming home fifth, Jeff Hansen from Barrett, the old fifteen H. That's got to be his first top five of the year. Oh, Hansen's got Hansen's got a he's got some he's got some good stuff in that hot rod. He's getting some wrinkles. Starting to get her figured out. Yeah, he's getting there. Well, maybe we'll keep giving him a hard time like we did JT, and he'll maybe make make his way into uh, victory lane. Can't we can't we can't hurt we can't beat up on Hansen too bad though (laughs) because Hansen he uh, he he helps us promote that class in a big way. Yeah, he's a good guy. We obviously we've known Jeff for years. So David Wall from Fergus Falls on eighteen W come home fourth. Uh, Tristan Rath from Donnelly, he's a young kid, right? Yeah, five T, um, getting third. Uh, Kevin Wall, those Wall. Did we ever figure out what no. the Wall bangers are? Brothers. I mean, yeah, they're they're Dad, whatever they are. They're, they're good. They're in the top five every week. Absolutely. In the forty five W, he got second, and then Sean Robinson um, from Dalton, Minnesota, in the double zero. Was that, that his first that night means- here? He was here last year, that car. Was that the I one think, he was winning think, a bunch last I year? Think that, I don't quote me on this, but I think that's a car. I think that was a car Youngquist had last year that moved up to the street stocks. You know, that one all the time. He's only raced three times. He was at um, I-94, yeah, but we didn't Did he win there. three times? No, he didn't. He got a seventh and a third at I-94, and then he won here. So um, so good to see him back uh, running, and I'm sure he'll he'll keep coming here. Yeah, once they come, once they come to the half mile, it's hard for them to leave. Absolutely. Looking at your um, Hilltop Lumber Super Stocks, like I said, we only did have nine. Uh, I know we talked. I think we're gonna, like I said, we'll get back up to that twelve fourteen range here in in a big hurry. Um, that'd be myself, Jeff Kraus, coming home in the twenty nine star um, in fifth. Uh, Jack Cranda, pretty sure he led most of the race. He did, did he not. Yeah, he led a bunch um, of it, and he ended up fourth. He kind of. The track kind of got locked down towards the bottom, towards that end of the race, and all of a sudden we all started catching each other. And if we would have had another three, four more laps, there would have been some tin swapping going on. <laughs> that's uh, that's usually what happens when she gets narrow. Because Jack didn't get to the bottom quick enough um, and everybody else did. And then Trevor was actually tried staying a half lane up, and it wasn't really working. And then Carter Rents was coming on the bottom. Um, so Jack coming home fourth. Uh, Matt Miller, Glenwood in the 13M third. Carter Rents. Obviously a good run. He was running right on the tires. Um, he came home second. And then Trevor Sauer again um, coming home with the win. And like I said, it was about, if we would have had five more laps, there would have been some tin swapping going on. Um, but I don't. I was I was just going to sit in fifth. I caught those guys, but I wasn't going anywhere. I had no power steering. I couldn't turn. I couldn't do nothing. And my car was obviously garbage again. But like I said, it started tightening up there, and it was getting really, really good about ready Only to get Only got one thing really to say, interested. Gross. What's that? Remember last week's show when you guaranteed a win in the race of champions qualifier? I did, and I didn't do it. You fell. You fell short. I'm going to have to take a provisional, even if, if I even go to the 100. I got no, I haven't even decided if I'm doing that yet. But Well, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are having to make some tough decisions. It's, um, trust me, I've been there, done that, and it's, it's a thousand to $1,500 bill to get there. Oh, I know. Especially if they don't water the track like, like a lot that thing gets dried out hard to brace it with all them cars on it start roasting the right rear tire every time you take the track and there's nothing anybody can do about it i mean the dirt's the dirt and mm-hmm. what it is and you don't want to plow the field either but when you got 300 and some race cars at a track and you got to start racing at five in the afternoon yep it's not easy to do nope and then i got to drive back and forth because i got to work because we're in hockey season right so we got to drive back and forth every day and all of a sudden that price just doubled so uh, who knows? We'll see what pans out. And Long time between now and September. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So that was your rundown of your uh, Hilltop Lumber Super Stocks. Getting into the Integrity Title Modifieds, uh, we did have nine cars there. Um, and like I said, I know JT said, that. I know there's a bunch out there, but like he said, you look through, you look through, um, Johnny Omshide ended up eighth and Talon Tennis ninth. Excuse me, Johnny Omshide one down in KRA a couple weeks ago. Yep. And he had the 7A of Shane Sabraski beating on down his door and he couldn't pass him. So he's obviously getting much better. So, but late Jack Fig seventh, Jason Tennis sixth, Josh Tennis fifth, Dusty Bits in fourth, Brady Gertis third, Travis Sauer second, and Brett Hoyam gets the win. Where are you supposed to go in that field if you're sitting <laughs> mid-pack? You know what I Where mean? Where are you going? You're You're going nowhere because you have nothing but lumber all the way around you. Right. Nice I, to see Jetvig come back to town. Yeah, it was. He must have finally got caught up on whatever it was he was doing. And and uh, that car is, when it's on, 
forget it. When it's when it's off, he's good. When he's on, forget it. He'll get her figured out. And I, I never got a chance to talk to him. He parks he parks outside and his yeah. NASCAR hauler out there. He's got that sweet trailer. I mean, that usually thing. he comes across, and I always go BS with him. I got to know Blake pretty good over the years, and I never got a chance to talk to him. So again, thanks for Blake coming up. And um, that race was about to get um, really, really interesting. I I hit my pick guy Blair, and I said, Blair, there's this light job coming. Yep. And we all stopped and sat there and watched because we all know Travis Hour. He's chucking it, and he's going for the win, and uh, he didn't quite get close. He he tried, but he couldn't do it completely. If he would have, they would both would have been out. Yeah, in, he, they'd have been in the rhubarb. They would have been out in Dan Zeezenland out there. Out <laughs> in the, uh, sorry, Scott, but yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they would have been uh, out in Dan Zeezenland out there in the rhubarb. Has yeah, the old, uh, the old, the old uh, shitter would have got some more company, <laughs> yeah. is what you're saying? Yes, it would have. <laughs> don't park your Ford truck back there yeah, yeah. like that one guy did. But, yeah, no, it was going to end up being a being a good race the track got a little top dominant because it went out there and watered and it was too dirty for us we couldn't run up there in the supers um but at least they got got to run the high side anyway and uh, like i said it was about a, a lap or two away from uh he was trying travis was trying you know he's gonna well he's he's never unloaded a car for second place he, he he'd rather he'd rather get last trying to get first and get second sitting there not and not going after the win so Hi, this is Javon Bank, Realtor with Kowali Real Estate. If you're a first-time home buyer or a veteran, I'd love to help you find your new home. Call me today at 320-305-4604. But that's the way it's supposed and, to be. And Mr. Hoyam did a great job. He was consistent. Um, didn't screw up. One little bobble, get tight in one little corner, and that baby would have been over. So his car rotated real well, and he had traction off. So he did just the last few years, ever since ever since he got, I think he's still running the MSSRs. I pretty think. sure, yep. Ever since he got into those cars and got got a baseline for, okay, this thing's pretty balanced and it's pretty good every night. Dude, he's been tough, and I hopefully we see more of him now. I know he's a he farms, and this spring everybody knows been just hell on farmers because with the weather and everything they couldn't get their crops in. So some of the car count numbers being low has been due to that. And uh, them guys should be pretty much done, or if not, real close. Um, so hopefully, you know, hopefully he'll show up more often and hopefully we see Jake Wildman show back up and I'll, you know, I mean, you obviously you got to take care, you got to take care of your livelihood before you go have fun. So we totally understand, but be good to see a few more cars get rolling out. Those guys got their spring plant underneath their. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, you put Brett Hoyam starting outside pole and there's a high side. Yeah. He's going to be, uh, going to be pretty tough to it's beat. It's like the equivalent of putting Danny Byer in the outside pole. And pretty much. Side. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, and I don't think uh, was Danny here. He probably took the week off. So like, you get him back. I know Avery Anderson's building a mod. Matt Tennis has got a mod. Um, what did JT say about Bowens? Well, he sounds like he's got a car, but he's trying to get his shed done first because he moved. Gotcha, gotcha. Because he so, ran, he ran here every night last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, it's all this other life stuff that people got yeah. going on too. That it's, I mean, it's it sucks. We'd love to have eighteen to twenty modifieds like we used to have every night, but. Um, right now with everything going on, it's just not in the cards. But we're we're damn fortunate that we got the ones we got because we got good ones. Yes, absolutely. There's no back markers, none. Yep, yep. So again, uh, that's a recap from Napa Night. Um, again, special thanks to Napa Central Minnesota hopping on board, buying out our grandstand. Um, it's always a great night. So was, again, that's our recap from the old Napa Night. Um, no dirt track racing this Saturday, Dan. Oh. Um, because we got um, we got something a little special rocking for, yeah. and I know you've been doing. You got the legwork going here um, with Kick FM, um, getting obviously Viking Speedway Kick FM on board, and it's kind of. And we had talked about it. I mean, we've been mumbling about it for years, and all of a sudden you're like, you know what? Let's get this ball game rolling, and let's bring a country music uh, concert to Viking Speedway. Been working on it for about a year now, and now it's here. We are a couple days away, and it's like. Well, we should have this all figured out and everything should be done. Well, everybody that's ever planned an event knows that's not how it works. So it's been a scramble. We were out there early this morning, probably be out there again late tonight, probably early tomorrow morning, and probably early on Saturday. And Sunday will probably collapse and say, right. uh, we need a break now. But, uh, no, it's all going well. Um, stage is all set up, getting all that stuff all dolled up and tidy. and Which is always good when the stage shows up. When the stage shows up early, it's even better because, you know, since this is the inaugural event, now we can go take some hard measurements before everything else is there. So when we want to make changes to something to make it better, it's easy to do. 
Exactly. This this year has been a little challenging because we're kind of trying to build this whole seating area on the track and everything with some with some static numbers. They're not hard, but they'll be hard now, so we'll be good. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of it. I feel like I'm kind of brain dead because it's just burning the candles at both ends this week. But where it's it, this partnership has really been good. We've got good people to work with. I, I could not imagine having anyone else to work with on kick side than Kim Rollins. She's been awesome. Um, all the eyes dotted, T's crossed. Don't have to worry about things slipping through the cracks. It's just taken care of. And so now you just go, you just get stuff done. And they're going to put on a hell of an event on Saturday and it'll be the be- beginning of a beautiful thing. Absolutely, and it's and it was it's good to see the uh, see the stage show up. You know, it's like I always get worried. My first hockey game every year is like the guys got out there for warm ups. You know what I mean? And it's like all of a sudden, boom, the stage is here. It's mm-hmm. like all of a sudden you're sitting here going, "Oh boy, this baby is really going to happen." And all of a sudden, like you said, Viking Coke was here all morning, getting stocked up with that. And then obviously, I think the beer's coming. Is that coming tomorrow? Or it's is coming that... tomorrow at noon, and I got I was I was over at CNL this morning picking up a bunch of signage that we got to do. He's like, "Yeah, I think I'm just going to leave the I think I'm just going to leave the semi hooked up to the trailer." Well, there you go, Cross. We're going to get in trouble. We're going to we're going to take the beer truck on a victory lap. We could do that. <laughs> Never drove a beer we truck like a before. We ain't throwing tootsies or tootsie rolls. No, or, we're uh, throwing Budweiser. We're going to throw Budweiser. <laughs> So, no, I, I don't know. But, yeah, so, no, they're ready to go. And he's like, well, I can be there whenever. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just coming and break the day up a little bit so we don't get get accordioned. And-, and it seems like as far as I started following Craig Morgan on Instagram, and he, I, I don't know if you, you follow him on Instagram. He doesn't do much Facebook stuff, but he does a lot of, like, personal Instagram stuff. Mm-hmm. Seems like a really cool dude, like a really down-to-earth cool guy. Everybody that I've talked to that – has either been to one of his concerts or knows of him or has met him. So this guy is an absolute, number one, he's a great musician, a hell of an entertainer, but more importantly, just a really good guy. Yeah. Yeah. And those are the kind of people, those are the kind of people that you want to have at your events. Um, There's all kinds of negative headlines everywhere you look these days about celebrities doing stupid stuff and whatever. And, and, um, we don't want that, and we don't have that. So, it's uh, it's just a little, it's a value added thing when you're when you're putting forth the effort, and and all the things to put on an event like this, you you don't want to have to worry about a reputation of someone that's performing at your show bringing down the standing or anything else, and and we don't have to worry about that with our lineup, and that's a good deal. Yeah, and the same thing with Chris Cagle. I started following him. He's he, on Facebook and Darian Lee and. And obviously, Blonde and the Bohonk too. They've been super jacked. I know they've been, they've been doing stuff. They're and they're doing all stuff around here all the time. But they've right. all been absolutely awesome. And it, it, I like looking at their posts. And North Carolina, they're always Nashville and all these big towns. And all of a sudden, you see Viking Speedway, Alexandria, Minnesota. Right. Between it's like, whoa, boy, this this baby is going down, and this is going to yeah. be uh, super excited for the lineup. I'm super excited. I'm a I'm a country music guy. I, I like a little bit of everything. I know you do too, but I think especially with that lineup getting kicked off with some local local flavor, um, getting into the new talent, and then obviously when you get rolling into the Chris Cor- Chris Cagle and the Craig Morgan, it's uh, it's got me super excited. I, I don't. Sure. I I mean, you put these things together, and it, it's it's a struggle putting a lineup together. We we were really wondering if we were going to get to do this because it's such a struggle to try get to get a lineup done. You've got you've got management teams and you've got radius clauses and contracts and you got riders and you got all these things and then you have a date and all these things have to fall together and and we we started out with a pretty long list of people that we were going to try to get to do this inaugural event and that list got cut real quick it's it's like okay they get they're scheduled here and they're on the edge of this radius so they can't perform in your area and legalese legalese and attorneys um contracts limit you very quickly so we started this about a year ago and and i would say that we were maybe a little bit late to the party getting going for the first event so we we got to really move 
Um, so that's something that we learned. We're we're way ahead of that. We're already planning for next year's event. But um, I don't know. It's I'm just really happy to see a local act open the show. Absolutely, it's, it's important. Absolutely, you're gonna have people. You're gonna have people that like, oh yeah, this looks like a good lineup. But then they see that you actually have local talent. Yep, on your lineup, and they like that. They want to support local people, and we want to build this. I mean, obviously, we want people to travel to come to this event. We're doing this for the city, city of Alexandria, and Douglas County. Absolutely, that's that's what we're doing. So, I, I I hope we're always able to keep local talent on this thing. I, it, it's a big deal. This this town and this community has been missing this something like this for a long, long time. And now that we got it here, um, if everybody supports it well, it's going to stay here. It's just going to get bigger. Yep, absolutely. Yep, and I think um, I was thinking maybe tomorrow. I think I might go do a drive out there. Maybe go Facebook Live. Um, kind of show everybody where the stage is going to be, what we got going on, the bathrooms, concession stand. Kind of give everybody a little heads up of what's going on. And I think and, that's a very good idea because and, and get everybody excited. Not that everybody's not excited anyway, but all of a sudden, and we got there. All of a sudden, I want to go see that stage. They were, well, they were about half done when we left this morning. Yep. Um, that baby probably done by now. But just to see that stage sitting in Victory Lane and. Um, like you said, we've been part of Viking Speedway for a lot of years. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a cool scene. Um, I told told the old flag man, old Justin Nealon here, old uh, anti black flag man, um, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that anti black flag man. Well, we gotta try this. He he's gonna wave that thing at me one time, and I'm gonna stop my car and climb the flag stand. And I I'm hope gonna, you I'm do. gonna be flagging. And you know what? When you do it. I hope there's about a thousand to fifteen hundred people in the grandstands because that means there'll be three thousand next week, <laughs> and I'll be a YouTube star. Yep. Hey, how much are you gonna you, find me? Hundred bucks? I'll I'd, probably find you a hundred and pay you two hundred for okay. a good good acting job right. when you're done. All right. But anyway, I was talking to him. I'm like, the one thing I want to is I want to know because it's gonna be concerts are super loud to begin with, mm-hmm. but with that south wind and the grandstand, not I, gonna I, be a south wind, dude. Check your weather. North, west, south north, wind? west northwest 20 to 30. It's coming from the other way. Yeah, it's going to be coming across, so it's going to be perfect. It's going to be good. No it's echo. It's still going to be loud. It's still going to be loud. Well, of course it's going to be loud. It's a concert, right? Hey, we're, we're not we're not going to church on Sunday. Yeah, Sun, Sunday's the day after. No, it's it's going to be loud. It's going to be ruckus. It's going to be yeah, it's going to be a party. Good. Yeah. Good. And we're going to have full concessions. Our concession stand's going to be open uh with three beer gardens. Three beer gardens. So our main beer garden Yep. Um, that'll be down there rocking. And um, then we're going to have two beer gardens set up. Are we going to have one grandstand side, one VIP side, or what's going on there? No, they're both going to be on the track in the corner. So there's going to be two two distribution centers for the on track, for the track side general admission and the VIP guests. And then the grandstand will run off of our main one. And we have, we have enough beer. Don't worry. It will be cold, and <laughs> we are not going to run out. And uh, you got to buy your beer tickets, so we're going to have a um, – that's going to be sold in our sign-in yep. area, correct? Sign-in area and the and the uh, fair office area. We're going to have one on the east side and one on the west side. So you got to buy your beer tickets, and you just walk up, hand them a ticket, grab a beer, so there's not yep. going to be – it ain't going to take more than a couple seconds to get a beer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be a cool thing. And then um, food truck. Who's the food truck in the middle? We got uh, – we've got – all the food trucks are over at the west end of the grandstand by check-in. That's okay. where they're all going to be. So – they're easy access for the grandstand, and they're also easy access for the on-track general and VIPs. We got uh, brews and cues. Schmitty's coming, bringing bringing his good, high-quality barbecue cuisine, which is going to be a hit. I, I the old class of '96. Yep, Schmitty? you got her, that's Schmitty. <laughs> yeah, he was out, and we had a little layout yesterday, so he knows where he's going. And then we got uh, Midway's coming. I think they're bringing. I think it's more of a traditional type deal. And then we got Rap Shack. Okay. And then there's also an ice cream vendor coming. Nice. Nice. So yeah, we're gonna have those four plus our concession stand uh, running full throttle as well. So there's gonna be no lack of beverages, right? Adult beverages, mm-hmm. aka beer, seltzers, right? Um, no lack of food. That's for darn sure. No, nope. pretty much everything right there. Life's good, man. Plus, you can just sit there and listen to music, correct? Uh that's that's exactly the point, man. No, it's. It's going to be good. Tell you what, if you don't get on Kick Country right now, kickcountry.com and get your tickets, you're missing out. You're 100% missing out. I couldn't agree more. And uh, I got a little update this morning about 930. 
from our good old event coordinator, Kim, on uh, ticket sales. And uh, let's just say, ever since the clock tripped Thursday, velocity is picking up in a hurry. Because <laughs> now the, the weather forecast is more clear. We're yeah. selling tons of camping yeah. spots, and we're selling tons of tickets. And, and we had, I mean, we had a great pre-sale the way it was. And now, today, tomorrow, and Saturday, it's going to get wild. So you still like got wild. time, um, kickcountry.com, VIP sold out, correct? VIP sold out. We got on track general, um, which is bring your own chair. You can sit on the racetrack either on the east or the west side of the VIP area. So good spot. Bring your own chair so you don't have to, you know, you can have your own area with your own group or whatever else. And then, of course, we got general admission in the grandstand, which is, um, I, I've been to a lot of these concerts. The worst seat in our house is about the equivalent of a mid-level floor ticket anywhere else. For sure. Absolutely. Phenomenal. Like, we're too cheap, dude. We're selling tickets way too cheap. So, And I know we were up there the one time when we were standing there. And I, we, I don't get in the grandstands much anymore. I know... We're too old to climb. To the I top know you girls. do now because you've been sitting up there watching the races. Right, but I haven't sat in that grandstand or uh, for a long time and watched the race. But you get up there and I'm sitting here going, I'm sitting about we we're about mid grandstand mm-hmm. and I'm going stage is going in victory lane. Yeah, I mean, and they're going to be performing right there. Yeah, it's like it's a you're on top of it. There's zero repeat, zero bad seats going to be at the revved up concert. Zero. Oh, you can't have one. It ain't possible. It's not even if anyone goes there and say, "Oh, hey, I had a bad seat." No, you didn't. You just want to complain. I mean, this is like the premium layout for an outdoor deal like this. The only thing that's the only thing that we can't do that other places can do right now in our grandstand, the way it sits, is have fifteen thousand people out there. Right. We can't right. do that yet. But I always got my gears turning. On we'll that, figure dude. that. We'll out. figure it out. We'll figure it we out. Gotta, we got to. We got to. We got to. We got to crawl before we walk, and we got to walk before we run. And uh, right now we're crawling. This is the first year. We don't want to do something stupid and and uh, get behind the eight ball on this. It's going to be a good deal, and we're just going to grow from here. Right, right, right on. So uh, revved up Country Fest at Viking Speedway this Saturday. Um, gates are opening at three p.m. Correct. Gates open at three p.m. Um, here's the deal. Have your ID ready. Everybody's getting wristbanded before they even get inside of the concert area. We're going to do this. It's going to keep the beer lines going faster. It's going to, it's just going to make our security's life easier. So when you get your ticket and you have your QR code that they're going to scan, have your ID out because you're going to get either a minor wristband or you're going to get a of age wristband. Everyone on the everyone on the grounds is going to have an is going to have a wristband, no exceptions. So if you got that ready when you get there, it's going to make everybody's life easier. And once you got your wristband, then nobody's going to harass you the rest of the night. Exactly. And uh, first gig, blind in the Bohonk, is starting at four, um, and then uh, I think is everybody what's everybody going for about an hour and a half? Yeah, I right think they area? might be a little short. I think Craig Morgan's starting at nine. Okay, so that means Kegel's going to start at seven. So Darian Lee's going to start at 5, 5 or 5.15, somewhere in there. So Blind and the Bohonk will probably go for about 45 minutes to an hour. I, th- I think they're a little shorter. But then I think we're hour and a half, hour and yep. a half set on everybody else. And there will be – there's 30-minute break in between. Yep. Um, we are selling 50-50 tickets. Um, Viking Speedway will be doing that. Dude, that's going to be a monster pot. That could be – there might be someone going home with, in the thousands of dollars. It's going to be in the thousands. So we're going to be there, and um, that'll be a 50-50 pot. Um, that obviously um, proceeds will go help out, um, obviously, Viking Speedway and the, and the proceeds to help us uh, help out Viking Speedway. And then someone else is going to take home the uh, the rest of the 50-50. So he's going to be standing by, uh, well, Marky Mark, he's going to be standing by the um, beer garden. And then during the breaks, he'll be selling tickets from 3 to 4. Um, then during the breaks, he's going to get out and do some selling too. Um, so that'll be awesome. Um, I know Kick will be. They're gonna be throwing stuff and giving stuff away. They got a t-shirt cannon, dude. They got t-shirt cannon. Yeah. I know we're gonna be giving away some speedway tickets as well um, to some fans, so you can catch a get a ticket to head on down to Viking Speedway. Um, so, like I said, it's gonna be an awesome event. Stay tuned um, to our Instagram, Facebook pages. Um, 
kick Facebook page, Viking Facebook page, all that good stuff, and uh, we'll get stuff posted. And it's going to pretty much be nonstop uh, revved up stuff here going for the next uh, day or two. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I'm I don't uh, I'm I'm not very easily excited about much of anything anymore. But I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I'm pretty excited about <laughs> yeah. this. This this is I don't know. This we we put on events. We put on events on a weekly basis. We've never tackled anything even close to the scope of what we're doing right now, and everything's coming together good. And I just, if uh, biggest thing that I want to see is I want to see a jam-packed grandstand. I want to see the place jarred. Can we start a beer pyramid, like, on the wall or underneath the flag stand? If the wind wasn't blowing, dude, we'd be doing it. You know it. And we'd have it up to the flag stand by the end of the night. But the wind, the wind mm. ain't going to let it happen. But you know what the good news is with the wind? It's not going to get hot. Everybody's going to be comfortable yeah, all night. Right. We're going to have a nice breeze, 75 and sunny. I'll tell you what, if you don't like that, you better check your pulse. You can't. Saturday, June 25th, revved up concert. Start, like I said, gates open at 3, and the acts are going to start at 4. If you're thinking of selling your home and not sure what it's worth, call Javon Bank for a complimentary market analysis in the Lakes area. Obviously, I know we sit at home all night. All we do is watch racing. Well, speak for yourself. This this week, I haven't been that fortunate. I've been working on this concert stuff a lot, and got other things going on. Got a got a got a business. I got to try keep active while I'm doing all this too. So well, I was I was down in but. I was down in Painesville watching softball, girls softball, U14, U softball on Tuesday. Got got to watch a little bit. Hell tour started. Right, they had what night eight last night, and uh, so far it's been pretty good racing. But um, I don't know if you saw old Brian Shirley kind of. Brian Shirley's pissed. He he's mad, and, and the one thing, and I one hundred percent get it. And he wasn't. He was he was trying to help out these track promoters. But anyway, at Springfield on, well, that was last night, two nights ago. Um, Springfield's a very abrasive track, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's and, an understatement. And I guess it and it didn't look abrasive, um, but I guess it's got a lot of rocks in it. And uh, Jason Fager went through five right rear tires. Um, Shirley's, did you see? It went flat sitting in Victory Lane. His right rear tire was down, and he he just basically said, "You know what, you track promoters, um, we can't be going through four or five tires a night with a tire shortage." No, Plus, and he he was not a, he wasn't an asshole about no, it. No, he wasn't. He wasn't derogatory. He he absolutely handled that one hundred percent the right way. Here's the deal, guys. I hope you have more races here, and I want to come back and I want to support them. I want to support all these tracks, but when it's hot. And we're in a tire shortage situation. We cannot be burning up this much run rubber when we're on an allotment. We got to run six out of seven days. Yep. He, yep. All he did is pointed out the obvious that a lot of these track promoters can't seem to figure out. And when when the national touring guys are bitching about this, it's a problem because they get first crack at the tire pile. Absolutely. They they get the cream of the crop, and if they got them guys on a ration. And all of a sudden, now they don't have tires to race. What do you suppose is going to happen when it comes time for Viking Speedway to get ordered? Right. Or I-94 Speedway or KRA Speedway or any of the tracks in UMP land or any of the tracks in IMCA land. If the National Touring Series that have got all the backing behind them squeal for rubber, they're going to get rubber and everybody else is going to go to the back of the line. That's yep. not good. That's not good for us. Nope. It's not good for them. They don't want to have they don't want to have any negative connotation with their tour. It's a tough enough landscape the way it is. They don't want to say one negative word about anybody. They're just yep. trying to bring right. people in. Yep. Yep. But when you've got a situation where track promoters and track prep guys and these big touring races aren't aren't doing one hundred percent of what they should be doing to make sure that they get in town, put on a good show get out of town in a timely matter and don't burn up all their equipment, you just put yourself in the liability column. Yep. And that's exactly what Shirley called out. Yep. Yep. I, I think, And I think they raced till like 1130 that one yeah. night too, and then they had to, they had a four-hour drive the next night, which isn't too terrible. But some of those guys don't have a full-time driver. No, he said it. He says you Shirley Shirley was we driving need to be done his, at 9 o'clock. Shirley was driving his own rig. Right. Remember his post said, I just pulled the yeah. air brakes, and he was stopped yeah. after about three hours um, to get, get her shut down. So – um, but yeah, no, he, you know, he was a little worried about that, you know, getting, and he said, Hey, if tracks going south. We got to get us out there earlier. You got to get the late models out there earlier right now. And they did last night. They ran before the mods. Yep. 
Um, so um, I know that that was a little bit of an issue. The Hell Tour is going on. It looked like they're running – Looked at their schedule. They're running about six days, taking a day off. Going about five days, taking a day or two off. So it's not the really as grueling as it used to be. It used to be twenty eight. Remember, it used to be twenty eight races, races and thirty nine and thirty days some days. Was, yeah, because yeah. a couple of the big ones had a rain date. I really, I like the Hell Tour. I like it. I think it's great. I think the schedule's an equalizer. I don't like the six out of seven days. I don't. I wish they would go back to the format they went. I wish they would do a better job at trying to keep everything. I mean, if you can, if you can read, if you can jockey the schedule, and you can cut fifty miles a week out of a, out of a travel travel plan, that's a good thing to do. Um, but they got to get they got if you if you, there's got to be a deal if you're hosting a hell to a race. We're having a meeting in January because everybody knew in January it was going to be a shit show yep. with rubber this year. Yep. They weren't talking about it, but you knew it. I knew it. Everybody knew it. Anybody that was around the supply chain of this thing at all last year knew fuel and tires were going to be a dumpster fire. You need to, if you want to hold the race, part of your, part of your sanctioning deal and your criteria is, is you have to come to this meeting and we're going to have everyone on the same page. And this is what you're going to do. And if, if you can't comply to that, get off the schedule and we're going to find somebody that can. Because these these drivers and these teams are under a ton of stress. They're racing for the same amount of money with travel costs that are double, with tire costs that are double, and scarcity because they can't get them. And, there's, and, and, and then you're going to not get them out of town until 11 o'clock at night to make their life even tougher. So now they got to hire another road guy to help them too. It doesn't work. Nope. So hats off to Shirley. Shirley's never been a bitcher. No. Never. No. I mean, I've seen him get tore up, have race cars destroyed. I mean, he had that brand new rocket a couple years ago that got wrecked the first night he ran it. Yeah. Guy yard sailed him. Oh, you know, it's part of racing. He could have went over there and decapitated the guy because yep. he had had every right to. Yep. He ain't that guy. Yep. So when Shirley says something, you better listen. Yep. It ain't like Boom Briggs where every time somebody does something wrong, he's bitching at him. He's he's awesome entertainment. But. Well, he's got six cars on the track right. every time something happens. So, right. um, and I know um, Chris Madden won uh, Smoky Mountain, won the fifty grand yeah. last week. Uh, Madden, and, Madden's having a year like Overton did. He last is, year. and oh, him and Davenport put on a good show. Um, they're all getting close. There, Overton got third. Ricky Thornton got fourth. I know they were all pretty tight there at the end because the track was getting pretty slick and. Sounds like some minor rubber coming down in some spots, and uh, it was getting to be a, getting Smoky a pretty Mountain good race. Smoky Mountain and rubber I'm sorry, but you get in the southern half of the country in the summertime, good luck. It's tough. I mean, you can go to Volusia, you can go to East Bay. Oh, those tracks don't rubber with are racing in February, guys. I, I, I'm sorry. You go into warm climates, and you run in the summer, it's, it's going to be a problem. It's hard. But I think the... They've done a good job. The racing has been good. It's not it it's not premium like it was a month and a half ago, but the weather was different a month and a half yep. ago. It's it, the dog days of summer are here. Yep. You know, yep. It is what it is. I know uh, Lucas Oil has the uh, firecracker this weekend yep. at Lernerville. That's starting tonight, I believe, right? That's a three-day deal? Yeah, Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday. And then uh, Bishop's jumping ship. Saw that he's, he's flying back. He's, he's gonna, gonna cruise back and go to race race the B five of the yeah. Outlaw race on Sunday, which is good. It's yeah, good to see him in the B five. And Lucas has got some. It's pretty much the money <laughs> next two months. It's nonstop. Yeah. Every weekend's fifty grand. Every time they race, well, they have how many races are fifty grand or more this year? Like thirteen. Yeah, or something? it was crazy. Just got done with one. Now they got another one. Um, and then I'm not sure where Portsmouth. And Muskegon, I don't know what they're paying, but those I know. are twelve and fifteen, I think. But then it goes right back into the fifty thousand dollar deal. And yeah, well, then you got the one at Davenport, but then you got Deer Creek, then you got um, then you got Lucas Oil, you got the Diamond yep. Nationals. I think they jacked that 50 up fifty grand. That's up. That went from went from thirty, 30 to, 50. to fifty. Then they're at I eighty. That's fifty three grand, correct? Yep. And then Florence is another fifty grand, 50. and then you got the. USA Nationals wedged in there too. Yeah, that's fifty grand. That's World Outlaw Show. Yeah, yeah that's so fifty thousand. Then you got the Topless and Port Royal. It's just it's out of control money wise with that Lucas deal. I'll tell you what, if you're if you got a fast buggy and you live anywhere from Pennsylvania to Ohio and you're not running a super late model, 
with these purses that are yeah. running off, you're yeah. nuts. Yeah. Their start money is ridiculous. It Jeff. is. It's it nuts. Is. I mean, well, we talked to Don Hammer. They're running the Outlaw Tour. And they got some of these tracks that they go to that are close. They could pay a good toll money to get there. It's like a thousand bucks to start the race. Right. And it's like, if it's in your own backyard, I mean, it's a good gig. Now, there's the races where you got to drive a thousand miles and it sucks. But you take the good with the bad, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. And I was what we were, I was watching Houston's last night. I don't know. Did you, yeah, did I, well, you fall asleep? Yeah. I looked at my wife and I go, how come Dan and I aren't in Houston's right now? Yeah, I know. If it wasn't for this concert, we probably we would have been. been. Damn right, we would have been. It would have been cool to go down there like on a Wednesday or Thursday and then come back. Yeah. I've never been down there. especially. Either. When, I haven't been there or Jackson. Was it, was it 47 sprint cars? No, I think they had over 50, didn't did they? they? I can't remember. I looked. And well, I no. Yeah, because they, they, did, they did they run the four-heater to six-heat format? It was four-heats, right? Remember. I don't know. It was I, remember I was flipping what? back before that with the Hell Tour, and then the, obviously the hockey game was on last night, and then I was. What happened with the hockey game? Who won? Tampa. They did. Because they had the lead. No, my bad. Colorado won in overtime. They pissed it away. Tampa was up two to one. Yeah, Colorado won in overtime. Oh, my God. 46 sprinters. 46. Yeah, because I seen the one heat race they had a dozen, and I'm like, oh, dozen sprint cars in a heat race at Houston. This yeah. ought to be interesting. You see the yard sale they had at the beginning of that heat race? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you get a sprint car turned sideways at the flag stand, watch, and, of course, Dobmeyer got in and bent some stuff up, and then... He, I don't think he didn't even come through the B, but no. He, ever since Dob Meyer got hurt at Cedar Lake two years ago, number one, he missed a year. Basically. Yeah, nasty. He has not had one lick of luck anywhere. He's fast, but you got to wonder. You get in a wreck like that, like that. I was that wreck happened right in front of me at Cedar Lake. I watched him. He landed four on the floor, and I'm like, that ain't going to be good. Uh, no. You got to wonder, being out of the seat that long, and Dobmeyer's not a young guy anymore. You know? He's he's not in his teens or early 20s. You got to wonder what that takes out of a guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? You got wife, and you got kids, and you got business ventures, and now you get hurt in a race car. Do you think, do you think differently about what you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. And, do. and and does it cause you to do things differently when you're on the racetrack? Oh, yeah. And you see it happen to a lot. You, guys are always hell-bent for election until they get in one bad wreck. And then the ones after they get in a bad wreck, then you'll, then you'll find out which guys, are, which guys are really, really racers and which guys start to think more about the other things in life. We've seen yep. it happen quite a few times. Yep. So he who sits... Fifteen grand to win tonight, twenty tomorrow, hundred grand on Saturday. Yeah, it was ten last night, right? I believe so. Yeah, ten, fifteen, twenty, and a hundred. I believe so. Because last night was the makeup from the storm, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, from the yep. June fifth, from the storm, uh, which was great. It worked out good. They wanted, they all wanted to get that race in anyway, because they only came up here that weekend and ran one. So it was good to get that race in. But a hundred grand. Um, to win that late model deal, and you know what, ticket prices aren't horrible. I mean, you want to go watch a hundred grand sprint car race and general missions forty three bucks, dude. That's not horrible. You know how you know why you know why it's not horrible. You know why? Todd Queering has more money than God. Well, he does, and plus they're gonna <laughs> they, and they had a I thought they had a good crowd last night for a for a Wednesday. You you go to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and there's a sprint car race going on at Houston's. It's like going to Knoxville, Iowa, and there's a race going on. If you're not at the racetrack, there's something wrong with you. They flock there. I mean, yeah, does, is there a little bit bigger population around Houston than there's Knoxville? Absolutely. Oh, quite a bit bigger. Yep. But they jar the place. Yep, they do. Weekly racing shows. They got a hell of a crowd. I see the they got the late model street stocks running tonight and tomorrow. And Dude, I love watching on, those uh, things. Those guys put on a show. They, they do. Put on, uh, and last night's Houston rate was, was great. Uh, Casey Kane was really fast. He was really fast all night. Pretty, he was quick time, won his heat. Uh, he won the dash too, right? Casey Kane has been very good in a sprint car since he got out of NASCAR. And I think, and I don't know, he said something too. I don't know if the top went away a little bit, but the bottom was really good. And Gravel got him. 
And then Gravel decided, let's try to do some cartwheels down the front straight away. <laughs> <laughs> that was when I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't text you and say what the world was gravel doing. I don't know, <laughs> Jeff. I I was sitting there. My, I mean, you know what's bad when you're sitting in your recliner at night, and the first thing you see when you get up in the morning is your dog, like at four thirty five a.m. Right. And the dog wants to go to sleep, laying there on the couch <laughs> sleeping, and waiting for me to go upstairs because the the dog won't go upstairs till I go upstairs. That's that's the deal. I didn't train the dog to do that. Just saw how it works. And the dog lifts her head up and looks at me, and she's like, looking at me like, "What the hell are you still doing down here? Go to bed." It's been one of them weeks. So yeah, I was doing the woodpecker when so I was trying to watch a race. When gravel barrel rolled down the front straightaway. Yeah, I so- seen the carnage wreck in the heat races. Oh, that was that was noteworthy. Yeah. Yep. And then um, Kane retook the lead, um, and he bobbled he bobbled back to back laps. And uh, Baston got him on the bottom. Spencer Baston's been fun to watch this year. Baston's good, dude. He's really good, and he's getting faster and faster every week. Now, all of a sudden, he's got a winter two under his belt now, too. They're going to start coming. Um, and then Macedo ended up getting Kane, too, but they were, and Macedo threw a couple couple uh, crazy sliders in there to get her a little close. And then there was some lap traffic there, but it was a good race, and it's going to be good. Uh, dude, Macedo is getting ballsy. Yes, he is. Like, Macedo has always been good and fast. And he's won a lot. He's getting reckless ballsy. It's been the last couple of months I've seen it more. You only get reckless ballsy so long before you go for a hell of a ride. You and I yep. both know that. In these yep. I don't know. I Brad Sweet did that for four or five years ago. He did a lot of that, and then he went for a couple of hellacious rides, and he keeps his nose pretty yep. clean now. Yep. I don't. Yep. I don't know. I. I hate seeing tore up equipment. I hate seeing guys get hurt, but there there is some very questionable moves being made out on that track at sometimes. Yep, and there well, you're gonna be you're running for some awful good money. Right. You don't have a travel, really good start money, hundred grand on the line on Saturday. So, you, so if you want to watch, if you're a sprint car fan, and they put on a show every single night, we talk about that all the time. The world, all the sprint cars put on a show. They don't they don't care if it's rubber, if the track's gravel, if there's a Three foot high cushion or whatever it is, they like three foot high cushions. They're, they are putting on a show no matter what. So that's going to be a great show tonight, tomorrow, Saturday. Um, getting into the World Outlaws, there's going to be some good late model stuff on. A few local shows going on. We haven't, I haven't really paid attention to what's going on locally uh, with the concert and stuff going on. And, uh, my car sitting in the garage ain't going anywhere. So because I'm going to be sitting at a concert, right? Possibly drinking a couple adult beverages from the sounds of it. Jeff, I'm and, thinking. I'm thinking the right thing to do on Saturday, just just for simplicity's sake and to help out our uh, our dedicated beer ticket sellers. I think when we walk in the door, we should each just throw a hundred on the counter right away and just buy buy twenty tickets and just call it a night. Let her buck. Yeah, yeah, because we we don't want to cause the line to get jammed up. So if we each buy if we each buy twenty a piece, we should probably be good from four. That's until, not a bad idea. I think it'll work. Share a couple with the wives. Going through my central, uh, central junior high math here, yeah, I think it works. I think we're gonna have to do I think that. Twenty's the number. We're gonna have to. Twenty's the number. If you go over twenty, it could get a little. <laughs> we better start hydrating right now. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yes, I got to go out on the golf course this afternoon, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's going to be ninety-two and a blow dryer yeah, on oh, me. Oh boy! And uh, the only thing to keep me cool is going to be a beer cooler. Right. Oh, man. So there How do you I have get it. myself into this stuff? I don't know. I suppose you we better give Jay one more shout out. Think. So there you have it. Uh, episode number 10, um, Jay Von Bank from Quality Real Estate. Special thanks to Jay. Wally Real Estate. That's what I said. Wally. Quali. Okay, that a boy. See, like, he's like koala. See, guys, he's teachable. Just takes a long ass long time. Long time. Long time. So thanks to Jay. Uh, thanks to Viking Coke. Um, thanks to Napa of Central Minnesota last week sponsoring the races. Um, special thanks Kick FM for letting us do this, and also uh, CNL Distributing, Kick FM, Viking Speedway uh, for getting ready for all uh, revved up. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of sponsors. We got Yarman Ford out of Painesville, and we got uh, Sakus Creamery and Executive Sanitation. Uh, who else? I don't know. I, I should have a cheat sheet in front of me. If I if I missed you, I'm sorry. All the ads, all the ads that are running, you're all on them, and and uh, 
and getting a lot of PR out of this deal, and thanks for helping us put this on. doesn't happen without them. Um, looking forward to it. Come and join us. Absolutely. Be dandy. Absolutely. So uh, that's it. The Dirt, episode number 10. We will see everybody at Revved Up at 3 o'clock on Saturday. Yeah, and me and Carlos might even do a meet and greet if, you, if you're not uh, – not not ashamed to be seen with us. We can do a meet and greet. Maybe we <laughs> we should get some cards made up. Yeah, yeah. What what would we do? What would we call it? What? Our, well, our cards. They got to have some sort of line on them. I can't even think anymore today. We better shut up, or we're gonna ruin this thing. We better shut up. All right. Goodbye. We'll see everybody at revved up.